1102 Late Night Talk with Aubrey Masango. For the curious. And then there's the curious uh, talk of the possible deregistration of AMCU. Hey? I'm told that AMCU is now going to have their, um, their conference, their elective conference in May. Yeah? Is that what it takes? Eh? Threats of deregistration for the democratic process to unfold, the internal democratic process to unfold. I'm interested to hear your thoughts about that. Or is this a hunt? Yeah, uh, hunt to break down the morale of the people over at AMCO. Give us a call, 11-883-0702, as we hear who your heroes and zeros are. Temba is in Joburg South. But Temba, how's it? But Temba? Yeah, how's it? I'm good, man. Yeah, good, good. While I'm holding you, man, yes, you, you say such interesting topics. You introduce such interesting topics that... Uh, one, uh, you know, can't can't resist having to make some comments about. Go for it, my brother. You do I your think, thing. I think that the good story that we need to tell and 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 tell over and over is the fact that we are heading into another election. Yeah. Without the 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 a civil war, you know. Yeah. Uh, or anything that is sure. similar to it. I yeah. think we, as a as a country, with all the things that are happening in the country, we, we must be thankful to one another that. We are going into an election sure. and none of us are sure. carrying guns yep. and, and uh, machetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. The, yep. Yeah. The, the, the issue of, of Mozambique and also that of KZN, I think uh, it's, a, it's not exclusively a reflection on weather patterns and climate change. It is also a reflection on how unprepared some African countries are yep. to national, natural disasters. I yep. think... If you if you look at the amount of rain that we had in KZN and the disaster that we that we have, you begin to wonder that uh, in the event the same happens in Aguruleni, because we also have seen some crazy weather patterns that side. Sure. And we've seen how unprepared we are in terms of stormwater and many other things. Yes. Uh, the third issue with Amku, I think, uh, if one were to suggest to me that. Uh, this has nothing to do with the politics of the day. Mm. Uh, has nothing to do with the president being uh, closely aligned to, 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 to business in the, in, the, in the mining space. I think that will be very naive because unions generally, and I'm talking those of COSATU even, have been uh, accused repeatedly of abandoning the mandate of representing laborers labor, yeah. in, uh, in the different... Uh, areas of, of, of unionism. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then lastly, the one I called about. Uh, may, you may have missed it, Deborah Aubrey. There's a tweet that was uh, uh, done by the deputy president, who did he? Oh, he tweets too. And, huh? Yeah, and, and the tweet was quite an interesting one because DD says he's standing next to Malema and I think it's uh, Matabata Limpopo. Yes. And uh, in, in, he, 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 he wrote, he tweeted that he has the president, meaning himself. Oh, yeah, I saw president. that. And, and Malema did speak about that at the, uh, at, uh, the campaign session at the uh, ranch show, I believe, yeah? Uh, suggesting yeah, that uh, no. Didi Mabuza is truly seeing the future uh, when he refer- no. refers to him as president, yeah. I've said to you, I've said to you, Bra Opri, on, on when I, in a number of calls that I've made, yep. I've said to you, Gigi Mabuza will never win an election. Yeah. He will need someone to win an election for him. Yes. And Sira Ramaphosa is likely to win a 
an election for him, but he will not reach the numbers that Jacob Zuma did reach. And yes. subsequent to that, you are likely going to find that they are going to say, uh, that is real. look, you, you, you have lowered the confidence in our people. And for that reason, we need to now exercise the restraint. You are going to take instruction from the NEC. Mm. The alternative is you need to step down. And we recall you. Um, the, the type of things that they're going to expect from him are the type of things that he's going to find himself having to consider. <laughs> do I resign or do I compromise myself? And we are likely to wake up in that scenario of DD being the president. Now, if the, the, the ANC does not get the 51% and it finds itself having to partner with someone, that caption, that is that tweet, that tweet that he has that he posted of himself and, and Malema, watch. <laughs> that is going to be the reality that we're going to live in. Timber in and Johannesburg. It's going to be an interesting one. Interesting, absolutely, as always. I uh, love Timber's insights sometimes about uh, these uh, political happenings in our country. Give us a call, 11-883-0702. Nomalanga is in Takane. Hi, Nomalanga. Hi, Audrey. How are you? I'm very well, sis. How are you? I'm okay. Excellent. Go for it. What yeah, is on your mind? I've got heroes today. Heroes, Dr. Incias Suleiman. Yes. Yes. And all those beautiful, wonderful South Africans that are helping out in KUSN. Yes. And in Eastern Cape. Ah, wonderful, Nomalanga. It's such a, such a refreshing call. Thank you very much for that. Just heroes. Thank you. Uh, much appreciated. Nomalanga in Sakani. Indeed, um, a lot of South Africans putting their shoulder to the wheel as they try to bring relief, not only to the people of Guazulu-Natal and the Eastern Cape, but you've also heard of what uh, uh, Hurricane Idai did a couple of weeks ago and, uh, of course, the following um, uh, installment of disaster that came as a result of Cyclone Ken uh, and uh, many South Africans um, contributing to that. Although I had a conversation yesterday with my Blair who said, listen, I'd like to see greater energy in how we respond to all of the natural disasters in this country and not just the positive stuff that we hear only when it is nice now that's in trouble. Mm. What are your thoughts of that? Let me speak to Jason in Bramfontein. Hi, Jason. Hello, Aubrey. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Jason. What is on your mind, my brother? Good. Yes, um, it's just the whole thing of you know um, where the president asked um, um, Judah and them. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a good thing. I won't lie to you. Why well, you you you, you welcome the sacking of uh, of Jiba and Huebi, yeah? You know, when when whenever something like this is being done, you have to accept it and be like, thank you. Something is finally happening. Mm. But you know what's the sad part about this whole thing? If you look at all these inquiries, why is it always that it's public servants and your officials that get arrested, but never the politicians? Yeah. The politicians always seem to slide away. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like Sir Ramaphosa is being lenient on. Like, yeah. Whenever it comes to ANC officials that is implicated in this stuff, yeah. they, they are never arrested or they are never sacked. And what is so interesting, you know, people would argue and say that, yeah, but um, the whole findings isn't just on the inquiry. Um, it's also about other few things, like if you speak about your state capture thing with Agrizi and them. And then my question is, Astina Dairy Farm, why didn't, they, why didn't the walks or the NBA prosecute Ismakashula for that whole thing? Mm. You know, it, it seems like we're gathering this whole thing whereby if you're a politician, you can get away with crime and murder, whatever you call it. 
Yeah. Once you're just a servant or official, you are on your own. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very interesting uh, observation, Jason. And uh, uh, some may argue that uh, let's give the man a chance. He's getting there. But yeah, um, uh, we, we, we'd li- we'd like to see that. I mean, I I heard a comment. I think it was on the Eusebius Makeza show earlier on today. Uh, where somebody sent in a tweet that said, yeah, maybe the president is now going to have an inquiry about <laughs> about whether or not he should fire um, Huebi and, uh, and, uh, and Jiba. And of course, that was just before we'd gotten the news that uh, the president... But uh, yeah, I suppose the president is trying to be careful, uh, but I think you make a very interesting point. Why are the political principles not being... Um, being arrested or sanctioned. We will just have to see. Yeah. We will just have to see after this was told. Thank you so much. Eh? Jason in Bromfontein, thanks very much for your call. In the in the immortal words of Israel, Mark, South Africa's, uh, one of South Africa's great actors. Yeah. Fusek! <laughs> You're rubbish! <laughs> that thing is really on the floor. You parasite! Mm. Says Ntati. Give me a call. We'd love to hear from you as we talk about all of these wonderful issues in our country. Remember, in a few moments' time, I'm going to be speaking to Mtutuz Lutuli, investment manager at Lutuli Capital. It's a question that I've always asked about. The difference between investment and uh, and saving. And we're going to go into some granular detail as far as that is concerned at this point. We're going to be looking at some of the products that are out there that uh, uh, support either your investment or your savings um, desires uh, when we come back. This one's for the active citizens who went further than having a dream for a better world. The ones who didn't ask who would do it, but said, I will do it. Amazing people doing extraordinary things. Your hard work and dedication brought a smile to someone's face, opened minds, set hope alive. You changed someone's life. You are someone's hero. And Lead SA wants to applaud you for your exceptional work. If you are out there doing amazing things in your community or know someone who deserves the title of Lead SA Hero of the Month, visit leadsa.co.za and nominate your hero today. Notice to all employers, the filing season is now open. You can now submit your 2018 return of earnings from 1 April to 31 May 2019. Go to www.labor.gov.za. Under Online Services, click on Compensation Fund ROE Submissions and Online Registrations and submit your returns. Remember, the deadline for the 2018 ROE submission is 31st of May 2019. For more information, call 0860-105-350. The Compensation Fund. Working for you. This commercial is paid for by the political party concerned. We all want the same things. To get a decent job and provide for our families. Free education for our children. To live in a safe community. To have a piece of land I can call my own for my family. A government that provides for the elderly, children and disabled. A government that doesn't tolerate corruption and is ending state capture. This This is is why why we are are voting ANC. Let's grow South Africa together. Vote ANC on 8 May 2019. This commercial was paid for by the political party concerned. When you buy an HP printer, you buy a system that's designed to work together to give you the best quality prints. But if you change one component of that system, is it still the same? Let me put it this way. Would you fill your coffee machine with sparkling water? 
No. Then why put non-HP ink into your printer? Always choose original HP ink for optimal results. Buy original HP ink and toner from Waltons and get free delivery for orders over 500 rand. Visit waltons.co.za to place your order. Forget coming soon, it's already here. LottoStar wants to make you the billionaire you've dreamed about. From the major lotteries to the five-minute kind of games, from the quickies to the instant play, from winner dream to the royal suite, LottoStar.co.za has everything you need to make you a millionaire every second of the day. LottoStar.co.za, how lucky can you get? LottoStar is licensed by the Impomalanga Economic Regulator. No under 18s. National Responsible Gambling Program 0800-006-008. Winners know when to stop. You're not playing directly in these lotteries, but rather betting on the outcome or result of such lotteries. 702. Late Night Talk with Aubrey Masango. Call now on 011 And you can give us a call on 021-446-0567 if you're in Cape Town. Um, some very interesting um, responses to some of the questions, some of the comments that have been made in that conversation about your heroes and zeros. Uh, Max in Pretoria says, my hero, President Ramaphosa, the manner he is dealing with the rot in the key state institutions, he seems to have the, st- the strategy. He says, my zero is Amco from Max in Pretoria. Uh, and uh, 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 I don't know what this person's name is. He says, hey, Orbs, the guy in that Vodacom ad, are you free or are you dumb? Is comedian Trevor Gumby. Of course, I loved the ad too. Indeed, I'm still asking you that question. Are you free or are you dumb? Huh? As we head towards the celebration of the 25th year, South Africa can claim that it has been a free country. Is it really a free country? Or is it not? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts as we continue with the show. But Ndoz Lutuli is uh, standing by and uh, he's investment manager at Lutuli Capital. We're going to be talking about some of the products that are out there that are going to help you as you decide whether or not you want to save or you want to invest. And uh, indeed, that's the approach that we've decided to take this evening to try and get a better understanding of the differences between investing and um, and uh, saving, and we'll be looking at some of the uh, investment and savings products that many of our financial institutions offer you for those various purposes. And I'm looking forward to your calls as to your uh, understandings of the differences between saving and investing. It's 25 minutes to to nine o'clock, and Mdu joins me. Mdu good evening to you, and thank you very much for joining us, sir. Are you well? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm very good. Uh, just uh, a day before Freedom Day, and we're going to have a holiday on Monday. Ah, come on. Yeah. What else do you want, bro? Hey? So yeah, now I'm, I'm uh, feeling good, my Christmas brother. Christmas in April. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> but I, I suppose you guys in the financial sector, you economists and financial people, you don't like that kind of thing, do you? Uh, too many holidays. Well, no, look, uh, no one can ever scoff at a day also, but... Um, you know, one of the parts of our jobs is we're always forced to co- to comment or find something to comment about. And uh, I guess you want to say that South Africa has too many holidays and do we really need it in a country that struggles so much to have any yeah. economic growth and et cetera, et cetera. But look, 
uh, I'm a human being. I'm a person as well, and uh, sure. I enjoy holiday as much as the next person. Absolutely, do sure. absolutely, and uh, of course, uh, we're going to talk about. A very interesting conversation that you and I have had before. And really, that's the difference between investing and uh, saving. Uh, And you've looked at a number of products that the financial uh, industry provides for those of us who are looking to either invest or or save. And I suppose that's going to be a great way of being able to explain uh, some of those differences between saving and, and investing. Yeah, for sure. And more specifically today, I want to look at the different ways that the one can actually save. I will start with just explaining my view, my opinion, of what is the difference between saving and investing. And then uh, hopefully uh, enlighten the listeners as to what are the different uh, uh, products out there that are available to them to allow them to save and why they would opt for one over the other. Uh, and then definitely next week we can build on this conversation to look at what are the different investment vehicles to so looking at the other side mm. and why you would pick one investment vehicle uh, over the other. But uh, to, today I want to specifically focus on, you know, when you're looking to save, what, what, what savings vehicle do you opt for? And I guess the, the, the place to start, for me, very simplistically, the main difference or the key difference when someone says to me saving or investing is that investing does not have a term. It's an indefinite uh, endeavor. You know, if you go into the market, you're creating this assets, you want to, you want capital growth, et cetera, et cetera. You, if you're investing, it should be something that you do for the rest of your life and you should find a strategy that the more capital that you can commit to it, uh, then hopefully the more sustainable the bigger and larger sustainable income that they can pay you one day. Yeah. And when you take that mentality to say investing is a lifelong uh, endeavor, then things like volatility and, and markets going up and down and market crashes, not that they become non-existent, but they become a secondary point. Yes. Whereas the key thing about savings is that if you're saving, you need... Um, you need security in terms of your capital. You need to ensure that at the end of the saving t- term, you're actually going to get your money back. So if yes. you're saving money for a goal, like buying a house, taking a trip, or even building an emergency fund, the priority should be keeping the money safe. Whereas in investing, the priority is not capital protection, it's capital growth. Yes. So if you're looking at saving, the priority is keeping the money safe and, and growth is secondary to that. And the last thing you want to do is invest in something risky only to find that the money isn't there when you actually need it. That's what I'm saying. If, 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 you, want, if you want to buy a car or a house, whatever, in three to four years' time, you shouldn't invest towards that. You should save towards that because, you know, let's say it's in four years' time, I'll give you three years of fantastic returns, and then the market does crash in the fourth year because nobody knows when it will come. No one can predict that. And we've wasted both uh, your sure. time and my time. So when it comes to saving, the key thing to understand is keeping the money safe and ensuring that when you actually need that money back, it will be there. But at the same time, we are human beings, and it's always nice to try to earn a little bit of extra return. You know, you work very hard for your money, so you, it would be nice for that money to return the favor and work a little for you as well. 
Um, and the good news that I want to tell people today is that you can save and have that capital security, and there are accounts that also allow you just to earn a bit of return, but they're certainly never going to make you rich. Well, we'll go into that, but I think it's it's great yeah. to start from uh, that uh, that sort of functional definition of the two ideas, savings and investment, that one is yeah. about capital protection and the other is about capital growth. Um, And I love that explanation because it really uh, underscores the idea that both of them are great, but you've got to have a a specific mindset for for either. So you can't you can't uh, you can't come to the investment table with a savings mindset and you can't go to the savings table with um, an investment uh, mindset. They are totally different in that sense. Yeah. Totally very different. You know, I get people who come to me all the time and they say, you know, I've been putting my money in a, in a savings account and it's not growing that much. And then and they scoff at the bank like, oh, the, the bank has done me wrong. It's like, no, <laughs> that job there is, is security of, of capital. It's not to grow that money and the account is specifically designed in that manner. It's to ensure that when you want that money, it is actually there. Whereas from the investment side, like we said, it is this constant pursuit uh, of growth. And you know what I mean? Another way I always put it is to say, if you're saving, if you come to me and you say, I want to save towards a goal, at the core of that, what you're saying to me is that at some future date, I want this money back, all of it. I want it back. Yeah. Whereas if you're investing, you should sort of go into it with the mentality of saying, the capital that I'm committing to this investment I don't actually ever want this money back, but rather what I want to do is to, for you to do, to consistently grow this money for me so that at some point, this money is able to pay me a sustainable income. So that's yeah. another way you can sort of see it in the air to say, if you're saving, you're saying, look, at some point, whatever I'm giving you, I'm going to want it all back and I'm going to use it. So I, I would love, I would love to take yeah. calls from people who have been helped by this definition of savings and, uh, uh, and, and investment. I'll tell you why I'm due. And, and you've sort of touched on it. I get calls all the time from people who say that, yeah, we invested money into this scheme and so forth, and it's gone now, and, 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 and yeah. so forth. And that doesn't mean that there aren't any, any charlatans out there that, uh, that, that rob people of their money. But it, it yeah. sometimes feels to me that somebody is not explaining to us that there is some level or a very great level of risk when you are in the investment mode of things. And what happens is that many people walk into the world of investment with a savings mentality. And when life happens, then, you know, as you've said, people will then point to the financial institution and say, ah, oh, this is a bad financial institution. Something needs to be said about that, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we also need to get away from thinking that just because I'm saving, people just assume that, if, uh, sorry, if, if I'm investing, people just assume that uh, it means that my money will grow. The mere fact that you're investing means that you are accepting risk, some, some level of risk. And in the hope of accepting that risk, you're hoping that there will be a great reward, a great return. But you can be in a, in a, in a valid investment and still lose money. 
That is just investing. It, it, it is not guaranteed that every time you invest at the end of this investment or 10 years from now, 10 years, that you will have doubled your money or tripled your money. When you're investing, you accept the potential risk that actually at the end of this, I could end up with less money than when I went in with it. Because like I said, the emphasis is not on protecting your capital. The emphasis is saying, let us go out there, take an acceptable level of risk for your risk profile, who you are. And hopefully, if you have a good investment manager or if you have a good investment strategy, hopefully, you will end up better than when you came in. But it is not guaranteed. And, and I always see that people assume, that, you know, that's what they use. You watch movies, I'm an investor on which people assume that if I invest, uh, it's, it's almost like a given that I will make money. The, the, uh, and it's that thing where people say, uh, high risk, high return. No, that's, that's misquoted. The higher the risk, the higher the potential return. <laughs> Not, yeah. no, it's not given that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I hear you. So give me a call, yeah? 011-883-0702. You were sitting in the barber shop and uh, somebody was saying, Bah, mal zit. Bah, mal zit. And you were involved in an investment and you are angry now that you've lost money when in fact you should have been given the explanation that there is a certain level of risk here if you are going to go into an investment portfolio. Uh, and perhaps there should have been a, an explanation that if you want to keep your money and make a little bit of money by, uh, by saving it because you want to protect your capital, this is what you should have done. Give us a call. Or give us a call. Oh, I was watching a, a thing last night or oh, this morning, too, because I... You know, I arrive home very early in the morning after work. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It's a comedy show, but it's amazing. I discovered it yesterday. And they've got this portion of this guy called Bob Tillis. <laughs> and he says something like, Sa, yeah. Sa, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Sorry, I digress. So give us a call at number 1883072. Let's look at some of the products that are out there. Uh, for people that are perhaps looking to save, yeah? Uh, they, they, they've got a chunk of money, they want to save that money, and then they want to do a little bit, they get, get a little bit of interest on that. What should you be looking at if that is what you're looking to do? Yeah, so typically if you're saving, the, the, the three most common products available to you is, is a savings account, it's a fixed deposit account, and it's a money market Fund. So let me just quickly explain what each one is. So typically a savings account, uh, this is an account or product that's offered by the bank. And the main benefits of this is that it, it promises that your account balance will never decrease. That's from a rand, that's from a rand amount. And very important here, yeah, people always think like, well, great, I'm in a savings account, my account balance will never decrease, thus I'm not losing money. But we always say, look, over the long term, you are losing money because of inflation. If your money is not going faster than inflation, you're losing it that way. Yeah. But from just a, a rand numbers, you know, if you put in 100 rand in there, that balance should never go lower than 100 rand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what a savings fund also offers you is a small return in the form of, of, of interest earned. That's, that's tied to the interest rate. But really, I can't emphasize it's, it's, it's really small. It's usually in the range of half a percent to 3% a year. Nothing amazing. 
and uh, saving the tides, it's never going to make you rich. But uh, the advantage of a savings account is the liquidity. You're putting it in there and you know that, look, the, the RAND value will never drop. And should I need it, it's accessible. It, it's right there. Then the it, other option is, is, yep. Is a fixed deposit account an investment or a savings account? So uh, it's, it, it's a savings account, in, in my opinion. It's a savings account because it, it also tries to emphasize exactly what I was saying about savings and that, it's offered by the bank and it shares similarities with the savings account in that that capital is also not put at risk. You have that sort of guarantee that, sure. look, if you put in 100 rand here, this thing should never drop below 100 rand. But the slight difference from the savings account to a fixed deposit is that they offer you a, a fixed interest rate over a set period, whereas the savings account rates will will fluctuate slightly based on what is the interest rate. Your fixed deposit, you know up front. They say, look, if you put in your money here for 12 months, this is the interest that you will earn over over the over the 12 months. You know, if you put it in for 24 months, this is what you're earning. It's a fixed interest rate for a set period of time. Yeah. But now the other side of that is if you withdraw your money before that set period of time is up, there's typically some sort of penalty. Because what you need to understand is that why a fixed deposit account typically pays you a higher interest rate, and this is more tracking inflation, you'll find they range from anywhere from 5 to 10% a year, and the bank is more than happy to incentivize you and say, listen, don't put your money in a savings account, fix it with us for 12 months, because the bank wants that security of the capital is not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. they want your money to stick. And for that, then they incentivize you to say, look, we will actually offer you a higher rate of return if you keep your money with us for 12 or 24 months or whatever is the case. But you're almost in a, in a, in a, you're in a, you're in agreement now because if you come back before that said period is, is, uh, um, is complete and you're saying, actually, I want my money. Uh, you miss, you're missing up the bank's plans yeah, yeah. because remember they take our money and they repurpose it, you and know, they and they clap you know? your heart for that, eh? And, they, and then that's where now they could have typically a penalty, either a fee that they charge you, or they actually just decrease the rate of return that they said they had promised you because they're saying, no, look, you said you're going to build us for 12 months, you're coming back after after four or five months, and you want your money back. So typically, I say to people. You would use a fixed deposit account. It's actually a great tool for saving towards that goal, those goals, saving towards a holiday, a car, a house. And why do I say that? It's because when you're saving towards that goal, you know exactly the term to save towards. You know that this is going to take me three years yeah. or two years or six. You know, you know the term. And it's a very simple calculation to actually work out how much do I need to save each month to actually ensure that at the end of the 12 months or three years or whatever it is, I can actually meet that goal. And that's where a fixed deposit account actually works uh, uh, very well. And if I say to you, if you're not certain of your term, then don't go into a fixed deposit account. Don't be enticed by the higher rate of return. Rather, go for the savings account and then just accept that, look, I'm not really going to earn that much, but at least I've got liquidity. But if you're certain of your term, you're certain that, listen, I'm not going to need this money uh, come hell or whatever for the next 12 months, then you would go into a fixed deposit because you have the chance of earning a high interest rate and you don't incur that penalty.
All right, let's uh, take a call from uh, E2 in Soweto. Hi, E2 What is on your mind? What question do you have from, from Du? Um, Dov, how are you doing? Sure, man. I'm good. Are you well? I'm good. Thank you. Excellent. I missed you, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you, sir. Look, um, <laughs> I'm going to go off a little bit, but I hope it's going to help the listeners. Uh, but it attracted, it reminded me of what I just experienced this week, man. Mm. Yeah. Having this um this legal policies, yes, and uh, now it's time to use it. I phone in. I ask them questions like about the benefits. So one of the things I asked them is it was concerning the litigation. Yes, only to find that you take a policy thinking that it covers you. Yes, but I was shocked to find out that it might cover me. <laughs> I, how I've got to find out is that I was asking things in detail. If yes. I didn't ask things in detail, I wouldn't be knowing even by now. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the lady said to me, uh, they have to take it to a committee panel, something like that, and then see if they can cover it. So I said, okay, so basically what you're saying is that I'm taking this policy whereby I might be covered. Yes. I'm not covered. Yes. And she actually even uh, confessed to that. I said, but does clients know about this? Well, she said, yes, I guess she was protecting something. But the unfortunate part is that we're always given the wrong information to be attracted yep. in. But why else um, the, the, the details don't even go it, It's far. the new ones uh, that you are referring to. to think, uh, things like what Tim Tutuzi was talking about to say that... Uh, um, you know, high return, high, high, uh, no, high yeah, risk, high return. And he says, no, 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 but it's the potential. You see, it's the, the potential. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and those are the little, you're going to get it. Yeah, precisely. So those are the little nuances that we now need to educate ourselves about. And that's why we've gotten to, and it thing, it thing. Rudy Lebrun, man, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's much appreciated. Do, yeah, detail. Hey, the devil is in the detail. When you want to truly understand what you're letting yourself into when we talk investment and uh, and savings. Basically, I mean, in in any legal agreement, how many times, I don't think a year goes by, even from an insurance policy side, where you hear in the recent time of the momentum on uh, last year with the husband, you know, where both sides, where you find the, especially there, the insurer or here could be the bank, where the bank, you, you take them to the button because you say, no, when this thing was sold to me, the person who was sitting in front of me said, one, two, three. Yes. But actually, they did, they forgot to tell you four, five, six. Yes. And that's where, that's where we get tripped up. And unfortunately, uh, in most cases in life, you get what you pay for. And what I mean by that is not to demonize the industry. They are very good advisors. Yes. But unfortunately, because those advisors are very good, they tend to focus on wealthy clients. Yes. And typically what you get is that the people who are consistently getting very good advice yes. are the wealthy people. Yes. You know? And then the, 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 the rest, the common folk are saying, listen, I really could have used that advice 10 years ago and I would I would not be in this level of debt or I would have saved more for my retirement or, uh, you know, I wouldn't have bought X, Y, Z or I would have been covered uh, properly. Those are the ones who, who are mass marketed, mass marketed to 
and you know you're getting the the the, the supervisors who are, who are you're getting their representatives who are still in the supervision who are who are reading off a script. We don't go into the nuances because it's about you know close the deal uh, and and let's and let's move on. Yeah. And this is why I said you know when I meet the clients I say this relationship you have with your financial advisor. You know, outside of your your spouse, it should be one of the most important and lifelong relationships that you have. Because if you have a good financial advisor, it could change your life. They could really clear a path for you to to that financial freedom. Sure. Durable. But if you don't have a good financial advisor, um, and and I, and I see it all the time, and unfortunately, you know, you meet people when it's. It's too late now. The policy has already been taken. The decision has already been done. And now what you're, what you're trying to do is minimize the pain. Mm. Uh, and that takes a person five sure. steps back. Uh, and the reality of what you've just said now is is something that a lot of people are experiencing in the most painful of ways, Mdu. Let's say, I kind of know the answer to this, but let's expand on it. Is there an investment vehicle that guarantees returns? There is, and I think we we we, we touched on it uh, a few shows back. There are guaranteed uh, investment funds, and the, the point I made is that they typically work in one of two ways. Where, as an example, it'll be a one-year investment or a three-year investment, and if you actually look at the guaranteed rate, what they're guaranteeing, it's not actually something that is is is, is amazing or out of this world. Something. It's unrealistic. Rather, it's for someone saying, listen, um, I want to invest for three years, but I want to ensure that at the end of those three years, I want to get definitely 30% no questions asked. Um, and for that guarantee, you're paying for it. You are paying for it. Typically, you will see that when you compare those fees to a, an inverted commas normal investment, it's a much higher class of fees because you are essentially buying that guarantee. Yeah, yeah. And then when you find investments where, you know, they're saying, listen, um, five-year investment, and at the end of this, you're going to make a 100% return. You're going to double your money. That guarantee is usually linked to some sort of event. So typically, they'll say, here's an investment. It's five years. It's tracking the JSE. And should the, the, as an example, the JSE be positive, or should the JSE have moved 20% after five years, you'll get 100%. So it's linked yeah. to some sort of yeah. event. Yeah. It's, it's very rare that okay. you'll get this, this investment which is a 100% return. And, uh, you, you know, because if, the, if, if there were plenty and they're all out there, I mean, that's what we'd all use. Just go in and, and Indeed, indeed. Do, yeah. I've got to stop you there because we've run out of time. But thank you once again, sir. And uh, I'm looking forward to our conversation next week on Friday as we uh, get a better understanding of that financial world. Much appreciated, sir. Always a pleasure. Thank All you. All right. Lutuli Investment Manager at Lutuli Capital. Let's take a break and then take Eyewitness News.